Do you wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice? How hard are you trying to get everything in your life right? What if jumping in and getting messy is one of the ways to find out what works for you? Discover how being willing to mess up can create the phenomenal life you truly desire. Get ready to quit judging and start embracing all of your messy adventures. Now, here's your host, self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. Hello, everyone. Good morning. Welcome to Messy Adventures in Living. It's Monday morning here in Toronto, but thank you for joining us wherever you are in the world at whatever time in the, here in the present or sometime in the future. Happy to have you. Um, I have, I just spent a really, can I just tell you that I had a really cool weekend this past weekend? Um, I was up in Seattle, not up, down, I guess, in Seattle, um, doing, uh, a class, an access consciousness class called The Choice of Possibilities and also my very first ever book signing where um, we I promoted my brand new book called Possibilities in Parenting that I co-authored with 19 other amazing, amazing people. Um, and I was in Seattle signing books and talking about parenting and then I got to enjoy a three-day uh, advanced class with Access Consciousness, which kicked my butt. And I got to spend a great weekend with my friend, Christine McIver, and we got through some cool stuff and and received some amazing new awarenesses and insights into our lives. So um, I feel like a different person than when you listened to me on the radio last week today, for sure. So thanks for joining us. We have a really special show today. Ha ha. <laughs> so our show is called Special or Separate. And what the heck does that mean? So what does special mean to you? What does special mean to you? How much of your value is locked into being special? Uh, and what happens when you're in situations when you don't feel special? when there are others around you with maybe the same talents as you? Uh, are you still standing firm in the knowing that you have something to contribute to the world? Or do you judge yourself harshly for being the same, boring, and ordinary? What does singling yourself out as special create in the world? So this is a, a topic that I... I um, that's kind of been floating around in my awareness for a long time, but I think I kind of got the essence of what it was on one of my past radio shows called uh, Why Can't Anyone See How Brilliant I Am? When I started to look at my own childhood and when I was looking at at what point did I start doubting my gifts, and doubting my capacities. And I realized that I don't I don't remember exactly if how much I was I think I really was told that I was special um a lot by my by my mom, by my family, obviously in a very well-meaning way. And obviously my mom saw um that I had gifts and that I had talents. Um <clears throat> And I'm so grateful for that. And I think 
possibly what happened is I started to create my identity based on what made me special. And and that worked for a while because when I went, I was special in family. So I had a bunch of qualities that no one else in my family had, right? And the, no one else being kind of the key concept there. Um, my hair was really curly. Uh, you know, my the rest of the people in my family had straight hair. So I was being told, oh my God, like, look at how special you are. You have this beautiful curly hair that no one else has. <clears throat> um, you know, I was really good at um, certain things. I was really creative. I was really good at writing. And, you know, everybody was like, wow, like, you're so good at writing. Like, we're not good at writing. Um, and then, um, yeah, like, it's all kinds of things. I was great at public speaking. Like, I did well at school. I picked up languages really easy. And these were all gifts and talents. But somewhere I twisted having gifts and talents and being and, and and being unique um into being special and i i started to create my identity or what made me valuable based on being different from everyone else so then when i got to be about 11 or 12 we switched we moved and so i switched schools and my world came crashing down because when I switched schools, there was there were two other girls, there was one other girl at least that had hair that was way curlier than mine. And this sounds ridiculous, but to a 12-year-old, this was like, <laughs> I don't know, it was really funny. It was like, it really shook me, shook up my universe somehow. And so here I am, this, you know, being praised for having this gorgeous curly hair and then no one else in my class or that I knew of had hair as curly as mine. Then I switched school and here's this other chick with hair that's even curlier than mine. And then here's these other kids that were um, also really good at writing and really good at public speaking. And I started to feel threatened. My identity started to feel threatened. And I went from being like the smartest kid in my class and the most special to almost like the most rejected and the most, I, I, I couldn't make friends. Uh, people didn't really like me. I was the new kid. I was singled out. Really interesting when I look at it. And so this topic for me has been swirling around a lot and I, you know, I have, um, three of my own children, and I've been really aware of, um, I want to say not calling them special, but uh, acknowledging them for their gifts while also not creating this this sense of specialness as separation. Because I think that's the awareness that I was getting, is that I was, special can create separation. So, what I want to know from you guys, what comes up for you when you hear the word special? Um, and so here's Aronda in the chat room. How much of people identifying us as special was done from the space of judgment as opposed to simple awareness and acknowledgement, which then sticks 
us up. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, identifying is in quotes there. Identifying us as special, and it's done from judgment as opposed to awareness and acknowledgement. So what's the difference? Right? Um, something really interesting came up when I looked up some words, because if you've heard this before, you know I like to look up words. I'm a little bit of a word nerd. So I looked up um, special and individual, individual actually, on the online etymology dictionary. And I found something interesting, which might point to the, like when I hear the word special, I almost get this conflicting energy on the word. Like in some ways it's got this positive twist and in some ways it has this like funky energy to it. And so um, what I got was that's from the etymology online was uh, when I looked up special jewel and particular. Um, uh, sorry. Yes, individual and particular. So, and also I, I read um, special education, those whose learning is impeded by mental or physical handicap. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of funny because I actually think about that a lot when I think of the word special. So if you look at individual, to, to, when, when, to individuate, uh, individual, when you look it up on the etymology online, so this is a, a, a site where you can go and look up the original meanings of the words from like the 1800s that kind of gives you a sense of what the words were intended to mean way back when. And a lot of times I feel like some of that energy still holds, even if the definition has changed. So if you look at individuate, um, what's listed there is single, separate, intended for one person. So what special, Rhonda, a special in the chat room, special is quite diluted now. It's like saying, I really like or appreciate or love your own brand of awesome sauce. Right. So it's really different to acknowledge a person for their gifts and their capacities, um, which is what Rhonda's just saying. I really like, appreciate, love your own brand of awesome sauce, as opposed to using special to identify us, to identify someone from a space of judgment, as opposed to the simple awareness of how awesome they are. And yeah, interesting that it, it the definition of individual is intended, intended for one person. It does have a funky energy. So, so what's what's wrong with being special? Nothing's wrong with being special. Nothing is wrong with being special. But how much have we used special to separate ourselves from others, or? to limit ourselves as well. Yeah, how much does special create separation in most cases? It's huge. Um, so can you be unique and different and still acknowledge the gifts in others? Do you have to make others less than you in order to be awesome? in order to know that you're unique, in order to know that you have capacities that no one else has 
or that you have gifts that no one else has. Can you do that without separation? Yeah, the answer is yes, because if you do it from a place of inclusion where everyone has their own unique capacities. Um, <clears throat> so what happens when, so let's look at, again, let's look at separation. So what is this for you? Did you want to be special and you never felt special? Did you, uh, were you told that you were special, like what I just described, told that you were special so much that then when you realized that other people had the same talents as you, you decided that you were not actually that great? Um, you know, was special, was special used, um, like when we talked about the definition in special education, learning, uh, someone whose learning is impeded by mental or physical handicap. So when you hear the word special, do you do you get, um, you know, you're special and not in a good way. Um, what's being special? What does being special mean in your relationships? The special one, uh, the only one. And what does that create in relationships with others? Um, maybe with a partner or with your family. Um, so uh, let's take an early break and come back and look at some of that in a little bit more detail. So you are listening to Messy Adventures in Living with myself, Petrina Fava, and today's topic is special or separate. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Petrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, 
in the UK, 033-0001-0625. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava, and today we are talking about special or separate. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about myself for a while, introduce you to me if you haven't been on the show before. So uh, my name is Petrina, and I I do a whole bunch of cool different things. So let me tell you a few of them. Um, obviously, I'm a radio show host. You can see that because you're on my radio show. I'm also um, a registered nurse. I work at uh, the Hospital for Sick Children in Toronto. I've been a pediatric nurse for about 18 years, and um, I have a really special <laughs> it's funny how this word is coming up i have really um i have an interest in working with kids i love to work with kids i teach um infant massage classes here in toronto i uh, teach groups of uh parents to massage their babies i also really have a an interest in bodies um i am a mom of 3 my kids are 11 and 9 and 5 and i am also an author i um uh, have two books that have been published, that, books that I've co-authored with a bunch of other awesome creators. Uh, one of them is called Creations, Conscious Fertility, Conception, Pregnancy, and Birth. Uh, and in this book, I uh, describe um, m- uh, my journey, I guess, with a miscarriage that I had about six years ago. And... Um, really talk about my introduction to the tools of access consciousness and how they really helped to flip um, the betrayal and the anger that I felt towards my body into gratitude and the space where I could actually create um, a baby and and, um, the magic that ensued after that. Um, So if there's anyone that you know who is... um, you know, possibly looking to conceive or struggling with fertility and miscarriage or even uh, the book is actually a collection of stories from different areas of this topic. So um, even if you're not um, interested in, in parenting at all, the book has a couple of chapters looking at that and looking at how much we judge uh, the choice not to be parents and how much we judge things like abortion and miscarriage and infertility. So it's a pretty cool book for anyone who um, is either wanting to have a family or really being judged for choosing not to have a family. It's a pretty cool all-around book on that topic. Um, The other book that I launched is called Possibilities in Parenting. It's a very, very cool collection of um, very unique perspectives uh, using the tools of access consciousness in parenting. This is a really out-of-the-box book. It's not your typical parenting book. So if, if um, this book can contribute to absolutely anyone, even if you're not a parent. Um, if you've ever been a child or if you've ever had parents, there is stuff in this book for you, life-changing perspectives and tools that you can use. Um, so let's 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 go move on to talk a little bit more about being special and being separate. So before we went to break, we were talking about um, 
I was talking a little bit about my experience as a kid and being told a lot that I was special. Um, you know, obviously from a place of, uh, you know, where people thought that it was a good thing to tell your kids that, were, that they were special. And I know that my mom and my family saw that I had unique gifts. Um, when I, what happened was that I took these, these quote-unquote compliments um, of being special and turned them into singling myself out or uh, identifying with these things that pertained only to me. And so then when I moved schools and I started to see other kids with the same talents, I interpreted my value as diminished because there were others who were also special. Weird, right? So what have you made so vital about being special that doesn't allow you to know the unique gifts that you have and everything that brings up times God's only way to join and create it all. Right, So if you are not familiar with access consciousness, that mumbo-jumbo of words that I just said is called the access consciousness clearing statement. Um, uh, you can look it up at www.theclearingstatement.com and it will have a very lengthy explanation of what it all is kind of. Basically, it's just like a, a, a magic wand that clears a bunch of energy as it comes up, as we talk about stuff that brings up stuff for you. So what's the value of being special? What's the value of being special to you? Did you want to be special and didn't feel special as a kid? And so how much of your life did you try to separate yourself from others in order to be seen as special? Um, so uh, in the chat room, we have a question. Is this is being the same less than? Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Well, I thought it was. So I remember as a kid, somebody would say I was average. And I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> Don't you call me average. <laughs> um, right. So how much are we interpreting? How much are we making wrong? Um, being the same as someone else? How much are we interpreting being the same as less than? Yeah. And also I wonder how much... So here's here's something. So how much are you using not being special as an excuse to hide your gifts? And everything that is, will you destroy and uncreate it all? right, wrong, good, bad, pop, rock, online, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So I've talked to people who say, you know, I don't have any special talents. I don't have any special gifts. I'm not different. I'm just ordinary. So what can I create? Um, so, you know, I ask anyone who's feeling that way, is that actually true? And what are you using as your measuring stick? Are you looking at others and trying to recreate what others are creating, what have you decided is a special talent that actually isn't? You know, how much of your unique gifts are you keeping secret from yourself? How much of your gifts are you keeping hidden 
how much of your gifts are so different and so out of the box that they're unrecognizable as gifts by the standards of this reality. So everywhere you're unwilling to see the gift that you are because you've decided that it has to be something that's totally different and special by the standards of this reality, can you destroy and uncreate all of that? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock. All nine shorts, boys and beyond. How many of your unique gifts are you keeping secret from yourself? And the thing with special is that I feel like it's really attached to judgment. Um, how much do you have to judge what's special and not special in this reality? Right? Like, what defines being special? Is the ability to tie your shoes special? <laughs> you know, is the ability to create beautiful paintings special? So if you didn't look to this reality to define what your unique capacities are, could you see them? Could you uncover them? With Like, you know, what if you approached it with wonder, like how a child, you know, uncovers rocks and is like, wow, I wonder what's under here. Wow, I wonder what's under here with no definition of what's special and what's awesome and what's what's um, what sets you apart from others. And that's the key there too. So, you know, how much are you looking to set yourself apart from others? And... And then is that, how much separation is that creating in your life? And, you know, so what's wrong with separation? You might want, you might ask what's wrong with separation. So what does, what gets created in your life when you're separate from others? I think separation is a little bit different than, what comes up for me is I like my space. I like, I like being separate. But is it separate or is it space? Is it that you require space or do you actually want to be separate from others? Is it possible that you can create more when you're in sync with others or when you're connected and in communion with others? And does being in communion and in connection with others necessarily shrink your personal space? So, yeah, everywhere you've decided that having communion with other people and being connected to other people shrinks your personal space or shrinks your 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 yeah your your sense of space that that you require can you please just try and create all of that right wrong good and bad pot and pock all nine shorts boys and beyonds so eleanor is asking in the chat room who sets the barometer for special yeah exactly um is it the point after when it's the point after when we are the same special. Sorry, I don't totally understand that, um, Eleanor. If you could explain that a little bit, that would be great. Um, but yeah, who sets the barometer for special, right? In This reality tells us what special is, but you know what? It's different for everyone, and it, it's, it's really about perspective. And what comes up for me there is, um, you know, I, I, I've been a pediatric nurse for 18 years, and I've seen a lot of um, chronically ill children, we were talking about tying your shoes earlier, so I've, I've watched kids grow up in the hospital 
and reaching certain milestones for some kids, their parents think that this is a very special thing and a very amazing thing, whereas someone else who's living at home with a child who's not hospitalized might never consider the possibility that saying, you know, dada at the age of one is special. But for someone whose child, say, has been in the hospital and who who um, have never spoken, you know, the fact that they say dada when they're one is a very special occurrence. So, yeah, who does set the barometer for being special? Um, it's really about perspective. Um, being the same gives me a drive to outcreate. So, yeah. So, and and that's that's okay. I mean, you know what? Well, how much are you using? Okay, let's look at this. Being the same gives me the drive to outcreate. Being the same as yourself, being the same as you were yesterday, or being the same as someone else. So, you know, could you use, out creating yourself, not wanting to be the same as you were yesterday, so well, how can I be different today? How can I create something different today as your drive to create? Um, if you're looking at others and resisting being the same, can you really create from that space? What are you going to create from that space? Are you going to create? Could, is it possible that you might create crap? And I think we'll look at that when we come back from break. So um, you are listening to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava, and today we're talking about being special and is it special or is it separate? So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. 
Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. In the U.K., 033-0001-0625. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. You're listening to me, Petrina Fava, your host. We're talking about um, special or separate. So how much have you... Um, built your identity on being special and how is that working for you and what is that creating in your life? Is it creating magic? Is it creating oneness with others? Is it creating um, or is it creating separation? Is it creating judgment? Is it creating loneliness? So um, what comes up for you when you hear the word special? Have you always wanted to be special? Have you, were you told you were special? Um, for me, I was told a lot that I was special. And then when I realized that other people were, the, were equally as talented as I was, I interpreted that as being one because I was not special. I was not separate. I was the same as everyone else, and for most of my life, I have really resisted the idea of being the same as everyone else. So what do you know about you? I know that I'm different. I know that I have unique capacities. I know that I'm different. So how is different different than special? (laughs) So if you're different, does that mean that someone else is less than? Um, and what's coming up for me as well around this is the idea of superiority. So I was in a class once last year, and I asked the founder of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas, what the difference was between being superior and... Um, yeah, I asked him a question about being superior because to me, I interpreted superior as thinking you were better than someone uh, had like a negative connotation to it. And he said to me, you know, what's superior, a Vespa or a BMW? And so I said, well, a BMW, obviously. And what what I got from that was, it's okay to know that you are greater or that you have capacities that are great, that are great, that are greater what happens when you come from a place of superiority or being a, being a superior bitch is different than that you have capacities that are great and that are different than other people's because being a superior bitch includes judging and it means that you have to make someone else less than in order to make yourself greater than So what if we could all acknowledge where we are superior in certain areas of our lives without judging others as less than? So everywhere you're unwilling to acknowledge where you're BMW, 
Will you please destroy and uncreate all of that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So do you have to make other people less in order to make yourself greater? And everywhere you're doing that, and everywhere you are made to feel less by someone in order to prove that they were greater, can you destroy and uncreate all that? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, puck, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. I wonder if that's where that energy comes from. Like how much of us were made to feel less than by someone who perhaps knew their greatness but felt like they had to make us less in order for them to feel better about themselves. Um, I kind of see this with my kids uh, a bit. One of my daughters, uh, I noticed, does this a lot. So she... Um, my oldest daughter has a lot of unique characteristics. She's got blue eyes. She's the only one in our family that has blue eyes. Like We've all got these um, brown, hazel-colored eyes, and she popped out with these gorgeous blue <laughs> blue eyes and you know light-colored hair and fair skin, and she's beautiful. And um, f- from the moment she was born, she had projected at her, oh, my gosh, she's going to have blue eyes. Oh, my God, that's so special. They're so beautiful. They're so beautiful. They're so beautiful. Look at your blue eyes. They're so beautiful. And so she has, she has, she came to me one day with such angst. Oh my God, mommy, I looked in the mirror. My eyes are not blue anymore. They're turning green. Like she was freaking out. Um, so, you know, how much of her identity now has been built on the fact that she has blue eyes. And not only does she have blue eyes, but she's the only one in the family with blue eyes. So the you know, and you might say, well, what's wrong with that? So, you know, what happens if that one thing that makes you special sets you up from others is what you're building your identity on? What happens if that changes or what happens if that goes away? So what happens if, you know, one day she wakes up? I mean, in people's eye color, eye color actually really does change over time. So, well, you know, what happens if she wakes up and, and she notices that over time her eyes are actually turning green or they're, they're turning hazel and that one time they were blue? You know, will she be completely devastated? Will she feel like she has no worth anymore because it's so much has been projected at her about her gorgeous blue eyes and how she's so beautiful? Um, because of her blue eyes. Well, how else is she beautiful, right? Um, that was going on for me with, with my with my curly hair. I, I literally remembered looking in the mirror when I was like a teenager and thinking to myself, the only thing that makes me beautiful is my curly hair. If I didn't have my curly hair, I would just be, I would be ugly actually. I literally used to look at myself in the mirror and think that. So, you know, what would happen if all of a sudden my hair went straight or all of a sudden I lost all my hair or something? It can be really devastating, I think, to kids when we set them up to be special and we project so much specialness at them. You know, how could we acknowledge kids for their capacities, um, for their many capacities and their many unique talents in a way that if they lost something, and I don't know what that really is. I mean, how do you really lose a capacity? But if something were to change, and I guess in their mind they lost it, they would still know that they're a gift and they would still know that they have unique capacities. Um, So I just wanted to respond to something in the chat room. Um, When two or more discover they are the same, and one outcreates its difference, isn't that special? 
So let's look at outcreating. So what does outcreating really mean? What does outcreating mean to you? You can outcreate yourself. You can outcreate someone else. Does it mean that you're doing something better than? Um, or does it have to include judgment? Can it mean stepping up? Can it mean creating greater, creating beyond? Um, better than and greater than, if you can tap into the different energies of those words, better than, better, it requires judgment. Better than. Um, whereas greater, creating greater, doesn't have so much energy of judgment attached to it. It's like it already was great. Now it's greater. Whereas better has more of a sense of judgment attached to it. Yeah, going out, uh, going outside the box. Um, yeah, exactly, Eleanor. How much more outside the box can you go? So I think when you look at outcreating and creating greater, there's this acknowledgement that something is already great. And then you're creating greater. You're creating on. It's more. It's like going ahead, going further, going further. So when this involves two people, there's like an excitement or an acknowledgement that what one person has created is awesome. And then the other person looks at it and goes, wow, I'll have some of that. I'm going to create greater too. And then the other person looks at it and goes, wow, that's look at how, how you totally outcreated yourself. Like, Look at how you went somewhere where you didn't even imagine was possible. I'm going to do that too. Look at where I'm going to go. And there's this sense of like almost building each other and like um, – propping each other up to greater and greater and greater and greater. Um, so it's outcreating each other, but there's this sense of fun and there's this sense of play and there's no judgment really involved and there's no competition involved as well. I'm going to do it better than you. And I get it. You know, you can use competition as motivation, but how much underlying judgment and how much like crunchy and funky energy there as opposed to outcreating from the space of greater, being greater, um, how much more fun is that and how much more of a sense of acknowledge, acknowledgement of your capacities and acknowledgement of what's already great is already in there, right? Um, so um, I also wanted to take a, a look at what's something we mentioned earlier. Uh, if how How many of you or how many of us were told that we were special were identified as just ordinary or normal and boring and how many of us have decided that that's wrong and so then we try to create ourselves as special except that we create crap instead of magic anybody do that <laughs> Let's take a, a bit of an early break so that we have a nice chunk of time talking about that after. So uh, thank you for joining. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. We are talking about special or separate today. Hang in right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava 
every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living with myself, Petrina Fava. We're talking about special or separate today. How much have you created your identity based on being special or different uh, in the sense of um, separate from others, and or how much were you made to feel wrong because you are not special? So just found um, we were talking a little bit about individual individuation as separation, and I just found actually something from a book called The Ten Keys of Total Freedom by Gary Douglas and Jane here um, that uh, talks about this a little bit. So. Uh, what it says here is it's not really your identity. It's your individuation. This is the way you make yourself an individual. Identity is being. Individuation is how you keep yourself separate from others and how you keep yourself sef- separate from you by judging you. So identity is being. Individuation is how you keep yourself separate from others and how you keep yourself separate from you by judging you. Every form of individuation requires a judgment. Cool. So, identity, having your own identity is different than individuating yourself. And if you just check in with the energy of those words, I think it, you kind of get that sense of individuation is really about creating separation and what happens in your life when you create separation. Um, so Eleanor is just saying, I became special as a defense mechanism so people would sit with me because they would not know what would come from me next. 
That's cool. <laughs> I love that. I became special as a defense mechanism so people wouldn't mess with me because they would not know what would come for me next. That is very cool. And that is a very great manipulation, Eleanor. <laughs> um, making yourself special um, so that it's something that no one else can, that's not familiar or that someone can't act. Cool. So everywhere you're making yourself special as a way to be unpredictable um, and then using that against yourself. So this is not wrong. This is a, yeah, I still do it. That's awesome. This is a great manipulation. However, where have you bought it? So where have you bought this lie yourself, I wonder? Um, you know, so that you, people wouldn't know what would come next. So anywhere you have used this really great manipulation that you've created um, against yourself and keeping your capacities hidden and keeping them secret and um, well, you just trying to create all that. Right, wrong. Good, bad, pot, fuck, all nine shorts, boys, beyond. That's really cool. Thank you for that, um, Eleanor. I wanted to look at um, using not feeling special and then creating crap in order to be special. And what I see a lot actually in my work as a nurse is this really interesting phenomenon where uh, parents and children will be admitted to hospital for some mysterious illness. And um, all of the standard, or maybe it's not a mysterious illness, maybe it's a pretty common il illness, but what, they, what happens or what they create is that all of the treatments that are used as a standard treatment um, don't work on them. And it's, ex it's almost very exciting to them. And they talk about it all the time. And they talk about how special their child is or how special they are because none of the standard treatments work on them. And I really pick up this energy of um, that they really enjoy it and that they really um, love being set apart, even if that means destroying their bodies. So, you know, how many of us are so desperate to be special and so unwilling to acknowledge our capacities and our gifts to the world, the magic that we be, and that we, or how much of, of those magic capacities have we kept so well hidden that we've completely given up on finding them and we've decided to create crap instead. So it's like, look, I'm so boring and I'm so ordinary. I know what I can do. I can create illness in my body. I can create reactions to every possible medication that all the doctors give me. I can create this utter refusal of my body to respond to any standard treatment. Wow. So everywhere we are all creating disease and crap in our bodies in order to stand out as special because that's the only thing we we think we know how to do. Can you please destroy and uncreate all of that? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyond. So what else is possible besides creating crap to stand out as special? And what would happen if we didn't look for what's special about us through the eyes of this reality, through the judgments of this reality? You know, what if what's unique about you and what is different about the gift that you be, that it's not something that's definable in this reality. So what if you ask the universe to show you? 
Universe, show me something beautiful today. What's right about me I'm not getting? What's magical about me that I'm not getting? And then just play and see what shows up. And also, you know, let's look at what if all those things that you think are wrong about you are actually strong about you. So what if all your wrongnesses are actually capacities? So all of those things um, are ways to uncover the gift that you be and the magic that you be without necessitating being special um, in a way that separates you from others, in a way that... Um, create separation between you and the rest of the world and what could you create if you could acknowledge your capacities without dividing yourself from others what if we could all acknowledge our capacities and and challenge each other to outcreate ourselves and outcreate each other do you get the sense of stepping up the sense of creating greater and greater and greater and greater without competition and without the need to separate ourselves from others so thank you so much for joining me today here on Messy Adventures in Living, talking about being special. Um, again, I just wanted to um, mention possibilities in parenting and creations, conscious fertility conception, pregnancy and birth are available at Amazon.com or Amazon.ca. Um, you know, if you have kids and you want to look at this idea of acknowledging their capacities without creating separation, check out Possibilities in Parenting. It talks a lot about dropping judgment and projecting judgments at um, at kids. Um, so what else is possible for you to acknowledge your capacities? Thank you for joining me today on Messy Adventures in Living. Stay tuned for my show next week, Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we will be talking about some amazing topic that I have not created quite yet. It's out there creating itself. <laughs> so have fun out creating yourself today, everyone. Thank you again for joining us. Stay tuned next week on The Adventures in Living. Thanks for playing with us on Messy Adventures in Living. Katrina Fava will return next Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on a2zen.fm. We'd love to have you join us again. Until then, have fun creating your phenomenal life, mess and all.